This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. He is the 74th governor of Virginia. He's also a top American businessman, uh, also a member, of course, of the Republican Party, and also a basketball player early on, as he was telling us. And joining us now is the great Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia. Really wonderful to have you here and great to talk with you again here, Governor, on Katz and Cosby. Rita, thank you so much for having me, John. Thank you as well. It's always a pleasure to be with you. And and I'll tell you, things in Virginia are really moving. Uh, we've had really strong job numbers, and we got people back to work. We had uh, record uh, numbers in our labor force. And as a result, our uh, the state coffers are full. We have over a $5 billion surplus for the last year. Uh, that's on top you're, you're, of the you're probably, tax cuts. You're probably yeah. one of the only states to have that kind of surplus. Uh, Governor, there's so many things that you're concerned about. You got elected based on uh, education and you got uh, elected based on parents' rights in education. Uh, uh, where would you like to start today? Well, that's, I think, a great place to start because I just had a fabulous uh, uh, town hall yesterday with parents in Henrico County. And we were we were talking and I was listening uh, to the concerns from these parents. And, and, and John, let me tell you, the, the concerns are the same. They're, they're concerned about academic standards, and they want to make sure that we continue to return Virginia to being top of the pack in academic expectations. They want to make sure they have a seat at the table and that we continue to drive to put them at the head of the table when important decisions are being made in their child's life. That doesn't mean there's not a teacher and a counselor at the table, but the, te- but the parent has to have the single most important word at the table. And finally, they're very concerned about the influence of social media on their kids. And uh, we pushed hard this past legislative session. You know I have a House that we control as Republicans, but a Senate that the Democrats control. We pushed hard to, to have a bill that would extend up to, up to 18 years old protections so that the social media companies couldn't gather data from kids and package it and sell it uh, without, a, without parental consent. And it would be very restrictive and big penalties. And the Democrats blocked it. They chose social media companies over kids. Parents are concerned because they see what it's doing to their children. Education continues to be an enormous topic. We've made huge strides in Virginia from where we started. But I'm still working hard on it every single day. Now, as far as crime, there's a mass exodus in in New York and uh, because of the crime situation. People want to be able to walk to their restaurants and, and feel safe. Uh, and the southern states, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. T- tell us what's going on with crime in Virginia and how uh, how effective you guys are and, and is it leading to uh, increasing the population? Well, John, it's a huge issue that uh, some states are facing and some states aren't. And it starts with uh, recognizing you got a problem, and that problem is, is underpinned by two key things. One, badges on the street. And when you have, when you have depleted uh, manpower and people leave because they weren't supported and respected, uh, you got to stop it. And that's the first thing we did. We had 
uh, record raises for law enforcement, and I back the blue, and I want to make sure every law enforcement hero in the Commonwealth of Virginia knows that. But second of all, you have to have prosecutors who are going to prosecute, and there's nothing that is more, more disruptive to a law enforcement agency when they do the work and they make an arrest, and then a prosecutor chooses not to prosecute. And uh, we're battling this because we, we have many counties where the, where the attorney, Commonwealth's attorneys, which is what we call our prosecutors, were, were backed by George Soros and elected, and, and they don't prosecute everything. And it's really deflating. Uh, and so we're working with our attorney general, Jason Miaris, who's a rock star in Virginia. And uh, we have rolled out uh, a, number of, a number of initiatives, Operation Ceasefire, which allows him to directly hire prosecutors who can get engaged in, in some of the most violent cases where there's, there's uh, both a state and a federal uh, application of the law. Um, and we're seeing real progress. Uh, we, we rolled out uh, last year uh, a whole initiative called Operation Bold Blue Line, and that's to recruit and retain uh, law enforcement officers across the Commonwealth of Virginia. We're bringing task force of local and state and federal resources. And we just uh, released, released some data where, where we, had, we had extraordinary drug, drug captures. And it's just hugely important to interrupt the gangs and the drugs, which are all over the country. You know, what we've seen uh, with the porous border, the, 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 the national security crisis that we are seeing with, with an open border uh, makes every single state a border state. And uh, just literally in the last now eight months, we've had 2,000 pounds of illegal narcotics that have been seized, 47 pounds of fentanyl. And that's enough to kill every wow. Virginian multiple times. We've had 1,600 arrests, uh, nearly 900 of those felonies. And uh, we're just going to work to enforce the laws, recruit law enforcement, and make sure the bad guys stay behind bars. You have a new word uh, in Virginia that I had never heard before. Uh, explain it to the American people, lab schools. Yeah, yeah thanks. John, I believe that there should be parental choice in, in uh, where kids go to school within the public school systems uh, and through our tax-driven scholarships outside the public school systems. And, and uh, within the public school systems, we, we have launched a series of schools in collaboration with our great higher ed uh, institutions, uh, we didn't. Virginia has really been behind on charter schools, and so this is this is, I guess, our version of a charter school. And uh, in last uh, September, we launched the program. We've got twenty in motion. We've got the uh, first one taking students ready to go here in September, which is a coding lab school that's been put together in partnership with Virginia Commonwealth University with support from. Some of the some of the great great companies here in Virginia, but this is exactly what we need to do to provide parents the opportunity to work with their child and pick the best path. You know, the idea that one size fits all in education is really a one size fits none, and we need to provide we need to provide choice in, within the public schools and outside the public schools. And I'm very very pleased with our lab school initiative. We have 20 in motion that are in planning stage. Everything from lab schools in healthcare, lab schools in maritime industries, lab schools in the skilled trade, lab schools in the space industry, lab schools in STEM and tech. Uh, it's really exciting to see innovation come to life and to provide options for families. Now, early voting. I remember when we were together at one point, you were very upset on early voting because you felt you had very little control over that long period of time on voting. Tell us what you, uh, what Virginia is doing on that. Well, first we have our we have uh, our midterms are this year. You know we're one we're one year off most of the national elections, 
And so uh, I was hired in 2021 as governor, and and here we are uh, with our state's midterms, with our entire House and our entire Senate up. These are critical elections. And I'm tired of going into elections, you know, down thousands and thousands of votes on Election Day. And so uh, we have organized an aggressive early voting absentee ballot effort uh, to provide uh, an opportunity for voters, but particularly Republicans, to get off the sidelines and, and make sure that their vote is secured. It's, we, we, we branded it secureyourvotevirginia.com. We have a website where people can go and make a plan to vote early. They can order an absentee ballot. They can sign up on the permanent absentee, uh, absentee list, or they can just find where there's an in-person place to go vote early. We start on September 22nd, so it's right around the corner. This is a sprint. These elections are critical. We've got to hold our House and we've got to flip our Senate. And we're looking to these early, early vote participants to help us do it. Now, one of the most important things, you have an energy program. I understand that some states, I think Georgia is trying try to start one, are called SMRs, where you're going to have energy from, for the future. Because we all know, we, hey, we love solar, we love wind. But that they can never deliver enough energy to run our country. Tell us what you're doing. Uh, well, let's back up and just talk a little bit about what's happening to the overall power supply. And we're seeing it all over the nation. Uh, and just recently, the, the, the PJM, which is the, the grid management entity for, for the Mid-Atlantic, uh, had to pull the, the, the alarm cord because they said that, that the grid was becoming unstable that fossil fuel uh, power generation was being decommissioned far too fast, and they, nobody could build the replacement uh, in wind and solar to, 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 to keep the grid stable. This is a problem that I think is not just PJM, but it's across the country, and it's particularly uh, present in Virginia. And we, we right now uh, need to have more generation. Virginia's economy is growing. You know, we have we have uh, we had 200,000 more people working uh, today than we had just 18 months ago. We got companies coming. Um, they're building data centers and all kinds of other great great uh, uh, drivers of the future of the economy. And we need we need more power. And so I do firmly believe that nuclear is the solution. And uh, the great strides that have been made in small modular reactors. Uh, these these are anywhere from 250 to 500 megawatt power capabilities. Um, they're modular. Uh, they, they, in fact, can provide, uh, you know, great flexibility in building out the grid with baseload power. See, the key with nuclear is it runs 24 by 7, and it doesn't just come on when the wind is blowing or the sun is shining. And so we, we, signed, we signed forward a, an, an entire initiative for our Department of Education to undertake an all-of-the-above, all all-American energy plan to embrace innovation, to invest in innovating around small modular reactors, to invest in and innovate around hydrogen, carbon capture, and of course, power storage. We need, we need all of it because Virginia is growing and I'm not about to have a moment where we have a business that wants to come here and can't get a dependable and reliable power supply that's affordable and increasingly clean. We can do it all. Yeah, bravo. Uh, everybody, we are talking to the great governor of Virginia, Governor Glenn Youngkin. You know, Governor, too, you know, to John's point also earlier where he was talking about parents' rights, um, you're you're very big, and I think you, you led, this is why people so embraced you, sort of the push for morality back in America and in Virginia. Talk about sort of those values and your thoughts on restoring that. 
Well, it all starts. It all starts with not just respecting, um, but re-empowering the role of parents in their children's lives. And, and, and in our state code, it's just very clear. It says that parents have a fundamental right to make decisions with regards to their their children's upbringing, education, and care. And and it's just very clear. The flip side is that the previous administrations, I think, had really not read that in code and had had really enabled the the elimination of parents' involvement in their children's lives. I mean, children belong to families and to parents, not to bureaucrats and politicians in the government. And this is at the heart of making sure that we allow families to make decisions that are best for their family. One of the early pieces of legislation that I was so pleased to get through uh, on a bipartisan basis was allowing families to have great, great transparency into what's in their curriculum. And if there's sexually explicit materials in their curriculum, then they can request to have it removed and replaced. Uh, we're doing everything we can to make sure that parents have the visibility and the transparency, but also the ability to make a decision. This is critical. Families have to decide what is most important to them, and it should not be imposed on them by bureaucrats and politicians and administrators. Yeah, bravo. Uh, everybody, we are talking to the governor of Virginia, uh, Vito Facello, Staten Island Borough President. Vito Facello, you've got a question for him. Governor, good good for you, and keep up the great work and the, and the messaging. And uh, as, a, as an example, New York City's kindergarten grad, uh, enrollment has dropped almost 20% in the last seven years, in large part because a lot of parents feel that they're left out of the decision making, and many of them have given up on the school system, and and you have turned that around. And, and I think one of the watershed moments in the last twenty years was standing up for parents and saying that they have a right. I'm curious, how has that message resonated over the last eighteen months, and what do you see happening going into the elections in November? Well, first of all, uh, this is this is a universally uh, supported message, and it's not Republicans versus Democrats; it's parents. Uh, this is not a political moment. It's a parent moment. And uh, I, I just have continued to see uh, just great support from across uh, all parts of Virginia, rural and, and, and urban and across all demographics uh, and all across, all across all socioeconomic groups, because they know at the end of the day, there's nothing more important to, to parents than the future of their child. Uh, and so we're, we're protecting it and, and enabling it with, with, with uh, a huge pickup in how we're preparing kids through education for the future. Um, I have to say it's also really good for Virginia because as we continue to see job growth and great companies come and, and, and uh, really create the jobs of the future, we need a great workforce. And so lots of people are moving here. That's fabulous. And then we need to make sure the folks that are growing up here are well prepared. Um, this rolling into our November elections, which start on September 22nd, is critical. And I think this is one going to continue to be one of the main moments for Republicans to stand up for families and for parents. You know, education used to be one of those topics that Republicans were a little sheepish about. And, uh, and we don't concede this ground anymore. I think this, this is a place where, where Republican values and policies win. It's demonstrated that when we stand up for parents and we stand up for excellence and expectations, we can lift the ceiling and the floor. We don't have to water it down. Kids are really capable and we should stretch them. And on top of that, we provide avenues so that parents get to exercise real choice and where their child is, is going to school. It works. And uh, we're just seeing great strides, not just in Virginia, but across states led by other Republican governors as well.
Governor Youngkin, we're, we're down to the last minute. What else would you like to There's a, a few million Americans listening to you right now. What else would you like to say to them? Well, I, I guess the main, the main point is that conservative common sense policies work. And when I stepped into to, uh, this great privilege in serving 8.7 million Virginians, uh, we put to work a whole new agenda. Uh, and we reduced taxes and streamlined regulations, and we backed the blue, and we stood up for parents and, and high expectations in schools. We streamlined government, and, and we've really gone to work on behavioral health. And, and what's been so encouraging is in 18 short months, um, we've watched the Commonwealth of Virginia really start to soar uh, with record labor force, 200,000 more people working, uh, and people coming. Uh, you know, one of the things that I, I measure frequently is the simple reality that people vote with their feet every day. Where do they want their future to be? And for nine years, more people moved away from the Commonwealth of Virginia than moved to it from other states. Net migration was negative for nine straight years. And all the data suggests that this has turned completely. The U-Haul data is really fun. One-way U-Haul trips. We used to be 31st in 2021. And just in 2022, one short year later, we were top five in the nation. We're top five in job growth. Um, it works. So wow. that's my big statement, which is common sense, conservative policies work, uh, and they, the freedoms and liberties that are derived from and, them, people embrace. And I think that's got to be and, the and governor, we, we stand in our country. We all stand for common sense. I just got a text. Uh, what's SMR from a couple of, uh, of listeners? Small modular reactors. They're the same ones that are in nuclear submarines and and they're safe for the last 40 uh, years and same ones in nuclear carriers. And and uh, thank you for your innovation. Thank you for uh, uh, making uh, trying to make America the uh, and the, making Virginia one of the best states. Yes. Buy a surplus in a state. My God, everybody else has a deficit. And great numbers, too, as you were just talking about. Everybody moving to Virginia, you're doing something right that I think a lot of people could be looking at, Governor. Uh, Governor, we're so thrilled to have you here back on the show and loved uh, having dinner when you were here in New York recently. Well, thank you for having me. I always look forward to being with you, all of you. And so, Vito, Rita, and John, thank you. Have thank a you so day. much. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.